Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Ekuba, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Ekuba. You make my life so beautiful. Father, we're going to praise you. Speak to us. Let the power of the Holy Ghost move in this place. Let your anointing break forth upon our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Overshadow us with your power. Overshadow us with your anointing. Let the lost be saved. The sick be healed. The bound be loosed. In Jesus Christ's name. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. Let the Lord hear your shout of praise, somebody. Glory to God. Somebody, you are about to enter your beautiful place. I came to tell somebody that you are about to enter your beautiful place. God is moving you from where you are to where you ought to be. Your name is changing. Your description is changing. Whatever they said concerning your life negatively... I came to dispute it and I came to say that the Lord who began with you, the same God, He will finish with you and make your story beautiful and make your story glorious. I see God tonight picking people from the back seat to the front seat, from the bottom to the top, from shame unto glory, from confusion unto orderliness, from obscurity unto notoriety, from poverty unto prosperity from nothingness unto abundance the God who began with you the same God is going to finish with you because he says that I know the plans I have for you plans of good and not of evil to give unto you a future and a hope and to bring you to an expected end that same God who has brought you this far you are going to get your own land lay the foundation of your house and begin to raise your four-bedroom house, your five-bedroom house, you will finish it. You are going to put tiles on it. You are going to have your three tiles garage. I came to tell somebody that your dream will come to pass. For the Bible says that the expectation of the righteous, he shall not be cut off. It means that whatever God has said concerning your life will come to pass. Before you were born, God himself planned it out. I said God planned before you were born. He says, I know, 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 I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil to give unto you a future and a hope and to bring you to an expected end. Oh my God. God is about to wipe away somebody's tears. I say your tears are about to be wiped away. Somebody, young lady, go and start your wedding preparation. Because I hear the wedding bells ringing. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. 
I came here as a prophet of the living God. I came here as a messenger of the Most High God. I came here as somebody to help you to deliver your blessings. That Jehovah God has put his word in my mouth to bring unto you and to let you know that that's here the Lord. I came to declare to you, you are that's here the Lord, that you are behind a certain gate, unable to enter the house, but you are about to enter. You are about to enter a new territory. Your levels are changing. Your home is changing. Your salary is changing. You, I say your salary is changing. Things are changing about. In Acts chapter 3, verse number 1. Someone say Acts chapter 3. They are the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that now, let's read it together. Verse number 1 to verse number 10, and then we split. 1, 2, everybody. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the ninth hour to pray. So it says to pray. Now, underline that. Good Continue for me. Let's read together. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, underlying gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. And verse 3, And who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. Continue, just keep on. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, with John said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting, somebody say, expecting to receive something of them. Tonight, what you are expecting, you will receive. I said, What you expect, you receive. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and... Oh, somebody, you're about to rise up. Your business is about to rise up. Your home is about to rise up. I said, there's going to be a rising up. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked. And entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Hallelujah. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And verse 10, let's read it together. And they, they knew that it was he who sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. That will be your story. That's what it is. That will be my story. Slap yourself and say, that will be my story. Hallelujah. In Acts, the verse 1 says, now. Somebody say, now. now. Say it again, now. Now. Pe- now, Peter and John went up together into the temple. Faith is now. Don't Faith is what? Now. Don't postpone your miracle because your miracle is now. I say your miracle is now. 
Your breakthrough is now. Your favor is now. I said, your favor is now. The Bible said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Yo, you have gone through a lot of weeping and pain, but now joy is coming. Hope is coming. Favor is coming. Peace is coming. Promotion is coming. That's why you don't have to remember the former things. So that the devil let you wallow in the past. But the Bible says in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, remember not the former things. Not, neither consider the things of old. For you say, behold, I do a new thing. I came to tell you that God is doing a new thing in your life. You didn't hear me. I said, God is doing a new thing in your life. God is changing the times and the seasons. God is turning your story around. The Bible says that now, Peter and John. Someone said, now, Peter and John. Peter and John, what happened? They went into the temple at the hour of prayer to pray. It wasn't only Peter and it wasn't only John. Peter and John, that means that they were partners. But these partners, they were fishermen partners and partners in prayer and partners in ministry. Peter didn't go to the church alone. And as you are coming to church, don't come to church alone. Everybody has a partner. They are the drinkers association. When you go to school, smokers association. There is even prostitute association. Association of, uh, I mean, uh, uh, pharmacists. Association of lawyers. You too, you must have your association. When you are coming to church, you don't have to come alone. You don't have to go to heaven alone. I say you don't have to go to heaven alone. You must be a preacher of the word of God. You must be somebody that has to found Christ. May, through your finding of Christ, may others also find Christ. As you have found deliverance, may others also find deliverance. Peter and John, they went to the temple together to pray. Tomorrow, may you bring somebody into the house. From today, don't come to church alone. Be somebody who is very, very active in bringing people onto the kingdom of God. And when you do that, God is going to honor you. God is going to bless you. God is going to favor you. At the hour of prayer, someone say hour of prayer. These guys have been with Jesus, so why did they have to pray? Because prayer changes things. Prayer brings about, in fact, the word to pray means to intervene. You know, when we were young, certain when we go to church, say, when you go to church, pray for me. That means that church is a place of divine intervention. Because you came to church today, divine intervention is coming to you. Because you have become part of the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, divine intervention is coming to you. Whatever fought your people in your family house, in your father's house, and your mother's house, minus you, because you have come unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to an innumerable company of angels, to Jesus Christ, the mediator of the new covenant. The Bible says uh, in Obadiah 1.17, upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Now that you have joined the house of God, you will possess your possession. Do you know why? You cannot inherit from a family you are not part of. So you can come to church. My first message is that make sure that you are part of the body of Christ. Not by just your presenting yourself into this hall. But have, making a commitment to Christ. The Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. 
Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Come and stay in my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. You know why? The fact that somebody sleeps in a garage doesn't make him a car. So coming to church doesn't make you a Christian. It doesn't make you a, a member of the family of God. You can come to church and the church will not pass through you. But you must make sure that you are coming to church that Christ will pass through you to bring about a transformation. They went to the hour of prayer to pray. And one thing I know is that anytime we pray, a change happens. I see a change going to happen to somebody. In Acts chapter 12, verse number 5, the Bible says that they arrested Peter and Paul. When they arrested Peter, earlier on they had arrested James. And the church didn't do much about it. And you see, anytime you don't do something about an issue, it deteriorates. It doesn't change. But this time, when they arrested Peter, they said, no. When something happens the first time, James Bond said, when something happens the first time, it is happenstance. But when it happens the second time, it is enemy action. Anytime something happens the first time, you don't have to allow it to happen the second time. You didn't hear me. I said, when something negative happens the first time, you don't have to let it happen the second time. Because it's, there is an enemy action. So when they arrested Peter, they said, Hey! There's an enemy action. Somebody said, Hey! Say, Hey! I can hear the choir. Say, Hey! Somebody said, Hey! There is an enemy action. And so the Bible said that the church rallied themselves. But the church has an anti-ballistic, intercontinental ballistic missile. God has given the church spiritual accoutrement. The Bible said that whatever we bind is bound, and whatever we lose is loose. The word bind here doesn't mean to tie. It means to resist, to oppose. Are you getting me? It means that the room you give to the enemy is the room he operates in. But when he knocks at your door, and you keep pushing him back, and pushing him back, he cannot operate. So they said that, no, we've got to stop the enemy. That's what it, we've got to stop him. So they began to pray. In Acts chapter, five, chapter 12, verse 5, the Bible says that they began to pray. And they began to call on God. And they changed the gear. Shaparaba, Shapakaya, Yamakataya, 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 Yamakataya. Listen to me. When things are not going well, your first point of call is not that I am looking for some man of God. You must look for the God of the man. Because the man of God may not be available. I said the man of God may not be available. Out of coverage area. Airtel. Out of coverage area. MTN. Out of coverage area. You go to glow. Out of coverage area. But as for Jehovah God, there is... Every time you call, He said, call unto me, I will hear you, and I will answer, and I will show, I will demonstrate, I will exhibit unto you great and mighty things which you do not know of. For behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for me to do when men forsake you when your father and your mother forsake you the lord will take you out when men give up on you god is the one you can lean on i said god is the one you can lean on 
after you have made all your contacts and it's not working, you must know that he is a one. He is a messiah. He is a king of kings. He is the lord of law. And when you lean on him, he will hear you. He will answer. He will hear you. He will answer. I came to tell somebody that tonight, if you will be angry, desperate, and determined that, oh Lord, change my situation. I see God going to change your 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 situation. Oh, I like the story of Hannah. Ha. You see, many of us, we come to church, but we are not desperate. We are not hungry. A person who is not hungry, when you give him food, he wastes it. When somebody is not thirsty, you give him water, he cannot drink it. But you must come to church with the hunger that I want more of God. I want more of God. I want His presence. I want His power. I want His anointing. I want to be a changed person. Hannah went year after year. And year after year, we come for church meetings, conferences, whatever. But you don't have to go back the same. This time, Hannah said, Hey! My, my rival has been messing me up. My life has become a laughing stock. A proverb. And I don't know what's going on. But I went. she cried unto God. And she prayed to the extent that her words were not articulated again. You know, sometimes children can cry out that now. When they're crying. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you pray, you see, when you start prayer, it's good. But you get to a zone whereby now your words don't even come out well. That is when you are about to deliver. Because when women are about to deliver, after their initial birth pains, Ajay, ay, 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 then you go, ah, 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 ah. I see somebody that's ritual. Ah, ah, ah. You are about to deliver your miracle. Listen, according to Psalm 65, verse 11. He said, the Lord will crown your year with his goodness. And I came to help somebody to get determined that whatever should have come to you the past 11 months, so far that you haven't seen, that by the grace of God, as we finish this month, into the 12 months, and the number 12 means establishment, that Jehovah God will establish it in your life. Hannah prayed this time. The, pro- the priest saw him. Hey. And he said, are you drunk? He said, sir, I'm not drunk. But out of the bitterness of my heart, I've poured my heart. May you me yam. And probably free me yam. And I'm able. Prayer from inside of my spirit. Then Eli spoke. That may God do for you. The word of your man of God will turn things around. Every prophetic word that you have heard, may that come to pass in Jesus' name. I said, may that come to pass in Jesus' name. She ended up receiving Samuel, a prophetic child. I see a prophetic blessing coming to somebody here. As I see a prophetic blessing coming to somebody here. 
And in Acts 5 2, the Bible says that when they prayed, someone said, when they prayed, God sent an angel into the prison. He was being guarded by four quaternions of soldiers. That means that four sets of four soldiers. And in prison, the guy was in stocks. Some of you, there's a great future for you, but you are in a certain prison and in stocks. But today, by the grace of God, I came to command deliverance over somebody's life. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, I came to command deliverance over somebody's life. I came to speak that Jehovah God will turn somebody's story around in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Listen, as I'm speaking, I know God is doing some things. That's how my ministry is. I remember I was in an ICG, someone ICG said, and someone, as I was speaking, he said he could feel the anointing. It was not prayer time. And anointing hit his name. For 20 years of injury, he started trudging and walking around. As I'm preaching, healing is taking place right now. In the name of Jesus. I said, healing is taking place right now. I went to a meeting two weeks ago, and this woman's leg was swollen like this. Last week, when she came, in fact, Tuesday, when she came to give the testimony, the feet had shrunk onto normal. It's an anointing. It's just an anointing. As we pray, when we pray, a change happened. And I said, a change is coming to somebody here. A change is coming to somebody here. The Bible said that as they pray, God sent an angel into the prison. And he hit Peter. And when he hit Peter, the chains fell off. Somebody, your chains are falling off. Then he led him through the first, first court and the second court. And then the Bible says that the iron gate opened of their own accord. I see an iron gate opening. Whatever you have tried to get through that, it is not opening. Today, as we begin to pray and as we begin to speak prophetically, I see you stepping into rain. As I see you stepping into rain. Listen, if you have seen somebody step into marriage, it means you are about to step into your own. If you see somebody step into his a good business profiting, you are about to step into your own. If you see somebody step into becoming a mother or a father, you are about to step into your own. If you see somebody step into being a man of God and a woman of God, you are about to step into your own. I say you are about to step into your own. The gates open of your own. Gates are open. That's what the, the gates are open. Now, somebody say now. It's very important to live by faith. Now, the Bible says that Peter and John, they went to pray. Someone said they went to pray. Why do you have to pray? Because Jesus said men ought to pray and not to faint. Luke 18, 1. Hallelujah. The Bible says that in James chapter 5, verse 13, down to 18, he says that, is there anyone that is afflicted? Let him pray. Hallelujah. They went to the hour to pray. And a certain man, someone say a certain man, he was a real person. A certain man who was crippled or lame from the mother's womb. You see, the devil is a very bad devil. He's a thief. He can foresee your future. You see, the devil is not afraid of your today. He's afraid of your tomorrow. You didn't hear me. I said, the devil is not afraid of your today. 
the way you look like today, but he's afraid of what you'll become tomorrow. And that is why you've got to be on your feet. You've got to be on your guard. He will want to stop it. So before this man was born, this man probably could have been a great footballer. This man could have been somebody who would have been Hussein Bolt running. He would have been a breadwinner for the family. But right from the womb, the enemy got him crippled. The enemy will attack you before you give birth to what you want to give birth to or at the time of giving birth or in the process of whatever you are doing. But God, who is, who is rich in mercies, his deliverance will always be available. The Bible says that they carried this man every day. It means that he was a liability. Probably your situation is a, is a, 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 a case of liability. But now, your life will be a profitable one. Stop someone say, my life will be a profitable one. Oh, said with life. They used to carry him to a temple, a beautiful temple like this. And the temple was quite beautiful. They put him in front of the gate, but his life, his condition was different from the description of the temple. The temple was quite beautiful, but his case was not beautiful. Some of us, even for us, we enter the beautiful place, but our situations are not beautiful. But it will change. The reason why he couldn't go in there, number one, was the fact that cripples were not permitted to go to very special, important places like the palace. And then were not also, they, don't, they can't go into the house of the Lord. Are you getting me? In fact, you are not supposed to even give sacrifices that are crippled. So you yourself, you cannot go in there. And number two, in order to compensate for his challenge, he had to sit in front of the temple. So that when people were passing by, you ask for arms. And some of you are looking at family members. My brother in German. My, my, my uncle in America should bring me this. This one in London should take care of me. But it's going to change. I said it's going to change. Those in London, you will change Ghana cities into pounds and send them and say, I sent you on your birthday, I've sent you 2,000 pounds. I said, I've sent you 2,000 pounds. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you have relations in America and they are going to challenge and say, I have wired $10,000 onto you. What is $10,000? Just about 40,000 CDs. Are you saying anything? What is 40,000 CDs? The Bible says, my God shall supply all your needs, not according to your salary, but according to his riches. And the riches of God are not... You see, most of us, we are only looking at our salary. The thing is not about salary. Listen, mama, God will build for you without your salary. Because the Bible says in Deuteronomy, how do you work in blessings? Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. If you shall diligently hearken 
unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do his commandments, paying your tithes, giving off your offering, serving the house of God, sweeping. You think after you sweeping, what are you doing? You are sweeping away your mess. You are sweeping away your poverty. As you are cleaning, as you are serving, as you are helping to build the house of God, God will build for you a sure house. Is somebody here with me? This man was lame and was being put in front of the temple. And everybody was seeing his condition. And maybe as you are seated here, everybody can see your condition. People know, before you prepare one, one soup, you have, to, you have to ask somebody for tomatoes. Enra, 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 nyadwanu, unyadwanebi kayana. Then you are taking garden gas from somebody. Eh, antiata, ukobitinu, edasohana. One soup you want to prepare, you have to combine resources from eight places. But it's going to change for you. I said it's going to change for you. I know what I'm, what I'm, 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 I'm saying that because I know that this God is able to take you out of that place of cause shame into the place of honor and pro- promotion and peace in your life. Somebody shout a big amen. I was telling some people that many years ago, I remember when I was at the university, prior to that, I was wearing a pair of shoes. I think I wore it from either secondary school, form 3, form 4. Out time, we used to go to 6 form. So, form 5, lower 6, upper 6. First year, second year. You, when you wear the blue shirt, you know that, Charlie, uh, that one, God has blessed you. And then, I was a crazy preacher. On campus, I was preaching all over the place. Listen. Keep on serving God. Don't stop whatever you are doing. And whatever you are doing, never look to any human being for your reward. If you, if you are expecting Reverend Kukuba to say, God bless you, and he gives you 10 cities, that's all you have. If you are expecting that, Mama will just get up and bring you cross. Christmas, Mommy didn't bring me cross. I am angry. You are serving God because of mama's cloth. God can give you more than mama's cloth. God can give you more than Reverend Kukuba's suit. He can give you more than anything. Believe in God. Serve Him. And not with eye service. With commitment and dedication. Knowing that God is a rewarder. You know what happened? As I was singing... I used to be a wild preacher, singing, dancing, whatever. And the back of my shirt, I remember, I used to have a white shirt. And the back of the shirt was torn into shreds. And then I had to put on a vest. Obroniwewu vest. Bend down boutique. And my shoe was so tight that this time I had to ask a friend to give me his pair of shoes. Because I was going to preach in a particular secondary school. I used to wear size 8 in those days. And my friend was wearing size 10. So I said, size more. So the shoe, that means that my shoe, my, my, and it was not a lacing shoe as well. And I was so poor that I didn't even have toilet roll. Hard paper. So I put hard paper in it. And as I was going, I was walking like this. On campus. And I'm sure people are saying that. 
So I was walking like that. Hey! My steps alone were very psychedelic. Can you imagine walking on university campus and you are going like this? What a walk. I said, what a walk. What a walk. What a walk. What a... Then as I got there, I began to preach. And as I was preaching and preaching, in the heat of the preaching, I threw my leg and the shoe flew out. And come and hear everybody. Then, this one will pick my shoe and will throw it. So this one picks it, then he throws it here. Then this one will throw it there. And this one will throw it there. And then I told myself, alas, it was borrowed. So I looked at the direction of the shoe and I collected the shoe and I looked for the paper and I pushed it back and then I raised the song. And when the people were singing, I put my leg back and I began to preach. Years later, I remember I was in New York. When I received a phone call, some people said, we are coming for you for lunch and um, for dinner. We are, we are going to New Jersey. Just go have dinner and come back. I said, really? So whilst we are having the dinner, then one of the guys said, Reverend, when you came to our school, I was there. I said, hey! Somebody knows my story. I said, Somebody knows my story. We call it, this is my story. This is my song. Praise
He told me the funny stories. But by the grace of God, after they laugh at me, now they laugh with me. That's why I came to tell somebody here that you may be in front of the temple called beautiful. Your life may not be beautiful, but it is about to change. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I say it's about to change. It's about to change. It's about to change. You see, Reverend mentioned that I've been preaching in villages. I started preaching in villages around 1983. We stand, the cast we see, we know, go, we call it, we know, go sit, we know, go touch. The ones we use in carrying cows. So when you stand, you have to do like this to balance yourself. And the thing is shaking. And sometimes one whole day, I've been standing in tractor for over 24 hours. Tractor, not on nice road. Meandering in between trees. And then, when you get to a village, the first day, they are nice to you. They will go and look for some old school paper for you. Second day, cement paper. I remember a third day, they brought me two concourse. But you see, what God will do, God will always pick you from the back seats before he brings you. Years later, I was traveling from, from London to Germany to go and do a meeting. And British Airways overbooked their flight. So they said, anybody who has to sleep, we'll give you a coupon, you eat, and then we'll give you money as well. They said, 200, coupon, 200 pounds coupon, or one twenty-five pounds cash, Ghana man, cash now. Collected. But you see, when we entered the hotel, those days, that's when they had just started using the swiping thing. They swipe, and then I entered my hotel room. Then when I put on the television, then the TV wrote that, "Welcome, Reverend Jonathan Ikuba." I said, "Hey, even now the TV knows my name." But you see. And I went to the toilet. The toilet was speak and span. White. And then I remembered the time I was in the bushes. God is bringing you to a place where you wipe away your sorrows, your tears. You, oh, you didn't hear me. The Bible says that this man was in front of the temple. And he had been there, put there to ask for arms. Some of us it is after others have eaten that we eat. After others are worn before we wear. After they are worn, they have, have even worn panties. Then we go and put it in bleach and hot water. By the time it's coming, you will send for Victoria's Secret, sister. When somebody is traveling to London, say, buy me Max and Spencer. When somebody is going to America, say, go to CS and Mazes and buy me this. Because God will turn your life and your story around. Whilst this man was lying down, there's always your golden season. So I say your golden season. Peter and John were coming to pray. But as we were coming to pray, they were a point of contact for the man's deliverance. People that pass in front of you, they are not ordinary people. You must be smart to know that they are your angels. Who are angels? Angels are people that God has sent your way 
in order to self-solve your problem. In order to help you fulfill your destiny. That's why the Apostle General is an angel to me. Because without him, I wouldn't be here. And I wouldn't know Reverend Kukubo. Are you getting me? And I wouldn't go to many places. When the man was sitting down, and then he saw them passing, his usual posture was money. Because he was asking for the normal thing. But God wants you to have something beyond the normal. I said, God wants you to have something beyond the normal. So as she was asking, Peter said, look on us. Look on us. Can he come, sir? Look on us. Sit down here. So he was asking. And then, when he said, look on us, he looked. The Bible says, expecting. Somebody say, expecting. Expecting. That means that you must, number one, locate your divine helpers. Locate your divine helpers. And as he looked up, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I have something. I have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I have Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I have the Messiah. I have the healer. I have the good shepherd. I have the ancient of days. I have the deliverer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he held him and lifted him up. Your helper is now going to. I see your helper hold your hand. I said, I see your helper hold your hand. I came here today as a spiritual midwife to help somebody deliver your miracle. Help is coming to somebody in your life in the name of Jesus. He said, I know who I have. I want to give you something more than silver and gold. I want to give you something that is not temporary. These your legs. You can get up. Rise up. And walk. What was saying that I have the shepherd. And I remember probably Peter was saying the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Therefore you shall not want. It makes you to lie down in green pastures. It causes you to drink of the rivers of gentle sinners. Say, so, yes, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. For Jehovah is with you. His rod and his staff, his word and his spirit, they will comfort you. He has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. The cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy shall follow you, shall accompany you every step that you are taking, I see goodness and mercy. And I see here, when you told him that silver and gold have I number such as I have, it means that I have the protector. Protection is coming to you. And I hear him say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Say, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will sing of the Lord. He's my refuge and my fortress. My God. My God. My God. My God. Yahweh. In Him will I trust. I see God turn your story around. 
The Bible says that he lifted up his eyes expecting. Somebody say expecting. Tonight, what are you expecting? The Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. In Mark 11, 23, 24, he said, what things soever you desire, you desire, what are you desiring? What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. So we are going to pray a few minutes. When you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Mark eleven twenty three, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that the things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Say, I shall have whatsoever I say. Whatsoever I say, I shall have. I shall have a good life. I shall have good marriage. I shall have joy. I shall have peace. I shall have promotion. I shall have honor. I shall have glory. I shall have the hand of God. I shall have joy. God is the lifter up of my head. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. As you are clapping, you are celebrating your glory. You are celebrating your next level. You are celebrating the power of God. You are celebrating the favor of God. You are celebrating the goodness of God. You are celebrating your new house. You are celebrating your new car. You are celebrating the life of your children. You are celebrating your promotion. You are celebrating the increase of God over your life. You are celebrating. Hey! Celebration! 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 Hey! The man who was sitting in front of the temple gate, when Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. All of a sudden, strength came to his ankle bones. Somebody, your ankle bones are receiving strength. Your business ankle bones are receiving strength. Your marital ankle bones are receiving strength. So I can see that the man, as he was there, he stood. And when he stood, so something of yours that are fallen, I see it stand. I see it rise up again. Your business is rising again. Your marriage is rising again. Any time you have an encounter with God, God changes things. I remember Second Samuel 6. The Bible says the sons of the prophets, they wanted to enlarge their territory where they were staying. They went and cut the wood with a borrowed axe. And the axe fell into water. And they said, alas, it was borrowed. They told the servant of God. And he said, where has it fallen? It means that he said, Show me the location that the thing has fallen. Tonight, you must locate the area of your life that has fallen. Then he threw a stick representing the cross. That means that when the cross comes into your life, the cross cancels the crisis. And against a 
Archimedes' law of flotation. That when the density of an object is greater than the fluid, it must sink. But because of the fact that there has been the invocation of El Shaddai, the God who overrides scientific principles and overrides the laws of nature, the axe head, the axe head, developed an uptrust and the water came from underneath the water. The access came from underneath the water and came to the top and floated. Whatever of yours that has gone under, I see it coming up tonight. Somebody didn't hear me. I am speaking prophetically to somebody here. Your business that has gone down, your marriage that has gone down, your finances that has gone down, your anointing that has gone down, what, uh, your relationship that has gone under the water is coming up one more time in the name of the Lord Jesus. He stood. The Bible says that he said, rise up. And his ankle bone received strength. His knees received strength. His waist received strength. And not only did he stand, but the Bible says that he started walking. And I see whatever is yours that was static and stagnant. Now it's receiving pace and acceleration. And not only now was he taking steps, but the Bible said that he was leaping and praising God. I see whatever that used to be down, I see exaltation. I see exaltation. I see promotion. And the Bible says that they entered into the temple. I like that one. Reverend, I like that one. They entered this Every time he was seeing people enter the temple, but his condition didn't permit him to enter the temple. They only left him in front of the temple gate. Many of you, they leave you in front of the temple. They leave you in front of the airport gate. You go and wave at people. Bye-bye. This time, you will enter the airplane. I think somebody didn't get it. It's okay. You go, you have been attending people's weddings. You get to the entrance and you see them and you don't know the Lord be with you but it's going to be your season where the red carpet will be laid and they will put white on top of it for you and for you not just going to be red it will be red with a white carpet on top of it and with a, a flowing gun and they will be playing pa 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 Will be played for you, said that even your enemies will rise up for you. Anytime Obama is about to go and give a speech, and he said that, Shall we receive the president of the United States of America? Those who like him, those who don't like him, they are all forced to get up. People will be forced to get up for you, witches will be forced to get up for you. Demons will be forced together for you. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. The Bible says, Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. And if God be for you, who can be against you? In Christ Jesus, you are more than conqueror. 
People saw him. And the Bible says that they were amazed that the man who was lying there, so they'll be amazed. Is that not Asha, that Ashaman brother? Is that not that like a Benzi sister who used to walk around? And this time, they see a very nice letters, black letters, 5.7, and then this nice baby is stepping out with, with the sunglasses, and then I just say, it looks like her, her legs look like her, but her face has changed. Her body has become too smooth. She looks so succulent, too lovely, too glorious. Then they'll be starting a yanoir, a yanoir, a yanoir, a yanoir. And then you remove your shade a little. And then you put it here. Then as you step out of the car, you step out of your winter car. You step out of your air-conditioned car. And they are wondering. He said, a yame, yesu, Yesu, Yesu. And then you look at them. Then it will sing, everybody luku luku. Everybody luku luku. See what the Lord has done. Everybody luku luku. See what the Lord has done. Everybody luku luku. See what the Lord. Everybody luku luku. See what the Lord has done. Everybody luku luku. Everybody look, look, see what the Lord has Your life will be an amazement to people. God is about to turn your story around. I said, God is about to turn your story around. I see an anointing that is coming upon somebody today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible believe in church and join or you can fellowship with us at springs of life chapel international so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in christ
Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m., second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. and prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bajona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bajona Ekobang Junction. You can always call plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 233-262-589-060. Email revjekuban at springsoflifechapel.org. Rev J. Ekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. One word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word or Jonathan Ekuban. <laughs>